genre. Public Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Tim Garcia. And is I think this is our accidentally our third Bantha episode in a row, Tim. Um, but we have we have Star Wars content to discuss, and I did not have time for us to do a proper recording last week. So we yeah. are here to like catch up. And chat about some new stuff because Star Wars Celebration just There's happened. There's a ton of it, and Gary and I were both at it. Yeah, it was such a good time. Uh, it was nice to bump into you, even though we didn't get to like hang for a long time, just because of the nature of conventions. But yeah, um, yeah, that was Tim cool. cosplayed. I cosplayed. You tattooed. I did. I got a tattoo at Star Wars Celebration. It was sick. It's very cool. Yeah, I got the uh, the Rebel Starbird, the one from um, Star Wars Rebels that Sabine does. That looks like the that's like the symbol of Phoenix Squadron. And yeah. I just got like a cool shaded, yeah, like looks on my great. forearm. Looks I'm so great. I'm so stoked about it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be for my uh, my first tattoo. It was just like an impromptu. Hey, let's do this this weekend. I have no tattoos um, because I have choice anxiety. So yeah. I literally am like. I have no idea what I would put on my body because there's too many options. And once I do it, that's it. So yeah, I'm literally... I completely understand. And it's funny because people are always like a lot of people that I know who have a lot of tattoos are those are, are people who are like, oh, well, once you get one, then you're going to want a bunch more. And I was like, that just that's that seems really facetious. But then like for the next like two days, I was like, oh, like I could get this thing or I could do that. Like I yeah. have space right here. That'd be perfect. And I don't think I'm going to go out and start getting a bunch of tattoos like every few months. But at the same time, now I know it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. I think the like anticipation of it being something that is like painful held me back more than anything else. Oh, yeah. my Mine is like, I don't know what I would want. I definitely. Well, I have a plethora of interests, right? So it's like. Yeah. I'd want something. Obviously, Star Wars. I'd want something motor racing. Maybe more than one thing, motor racing. Nice. I'd want um, probably something baseball. You know, like I, I need a bunch of different, yeah, bunch definitely. of different types of stuff. But yeah. Um. Anyway, but yeah, that was cool. It looks great. It was a fun time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. And so, on top of that, um, there's also a new uh, Star Wars TV show that we can kind of. There uh, is a new Star Wars about, TV show we can uh, talk maybe about. We'll, maybe we'll save that for the end. Uh, just yeah, for potential. Spoilers. I would be down for that. Get there at the at the end of the pod. Um, before we even get to celebration stuff, you, uh, you have now been to Galaxy's Edge since the time that I went. That's right. I forgot I didn't talk about it on this. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to. Um. Yeah, I built a lightsaber. I'm so hyped for you. I got to see it this weekend, and it looks sick. Yeah, it's very cool experience. Uh, if you're thinking about getting a lightsaber, um, like in general, and you maybe happen to be going uh, to Galaxy's Edge at one of the parks, um, I definitely recommend it uh, because it's a very cool experience. Um, 
and um, you make a unique lightsaber that's just just yours. Yeah, I think that's so cool. And then, um, in fact, like now I'm like, I'm already like, well, if I ever want another one, I can mix and match parts and I can, you know, kind of do that kind of thing. So uh, basically the way it works is you select like a, I, I guess the best way is just like a theme. Okay. Um, and the theme is, the theme I picked was elemental. Okay. And uh, so it's got like, you know, woods and pieces of animal and like. It's also yeah. very ornate, like uh, yeah. Yours has that like piece of bone, like the it looks like a tooth almost. It's got a raincore tooth on the on the yeah. Hilt. Um, so that's cool. Um, there's also power and control, which of course looks more like a maul or a um or a Vader that kind of thing. Uh huh. Um, and then you've got uh the protector, which kind of looks um kind of looks like. Uh, Luke's or Anakin's. All right. Uh, and then there's uh, like knowledge and defense, and that one's more like an Obi Wan type thing, if I if I recall correctly. Um, These remind me, it, like ever since um, Galaxy's Edge like had started talking about the like lightsaber building experience, mm-hmm. I've always sort of had it in my head like. The way the weapon, the, the like workbenches work in Fallen Order, where you can like mix and match all the different pieces of your lightsaber. It's almost exactly that. Yeah, that's that's what it's always been in my head. And so um, <clears throat> I have like so, a general idea of what I do based on that thing. I know how I made my lightsaber look in that game. Well, here, I'll show you uh, kind of what I'm talking about. Um, so basically, they give you. Um, they give you the uh like a a tray based on your theme. Uh-huh. And those themes have different parts that you can mix and match. Cool. So your all your your saber will always have like a cohesive sort of uh you know um a cohesive like sort line. of like through line. It doesn't look yeah. it's not gonna look like absolutely, you know, insane. Uh, yeah, you're not doing pieces from different sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, however, if you buy more than one, you can always do you that could if you mix really and match that way. I um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So you can so like you know you've got two different basically, um, you know things, and you can uh, and you can mix and match that way. So, Ooh. uh, the what it what it also does, and I thought was cool, was um. You have people's whose sabers look related. Uh-huh. Like, not, like, identical. Like, no one... I think there were, like, 16 of us in the group, and none of ours looked the same. But That's awesome. there were there were some that looked like they could be brother and sister or cousins or, you know... Yeah. Uh, which I, I kind of like that, too. Um, Ooh... So like uh looking at these pictures you're sending me Tim, I think I think I would go with the peace peace and justice theme here. Hang on, there's one more here. Um cuz I think if I got another oh. one I would go protection and defense. I do like the gold on this protection and defense sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, so uh yeah, it's just a, it's just a cool um 
it was there was a whole story which I won't spoil because everyone I think should do it and it's not a it's yeah. not a huge story it's just like a little it makes sense in universe. I love that. Um, That's which, awesome. Which I like. Um, like there's no. It it doesn't go like well how do they get the kyber crystals like how do they like it's all kind of like explained either not not necessarily directly but if you pay attention to like the environmental cues you're like oh that makes sense that's cool um so the kyber crystals for example when they pull them out they're in a um crate that looks exactly like the crates they're pulling off jetta oh um in rogue one so it's like oh they didn't go to like ilum and steal these kyber crystals they stole them from the empire who was stealing yeah them type of thing which i'm like oh that makes a hundred percent sense that's awesome um i love that Oh, I'm still mm-hmm. so sad about Ilum. Yeah. I mean, technically, Poe killed Ilum. Yeah. Yeah. Damn you, Poe. That's not Poe's fault. <laughs> he didn't turn it into a super weapon. But yeah. But yeah, so mine's uh, Elemental. I really like I'm really happy with it, with how it turned out and everything. Yeah, it looked um, really cool. It was, um... I've seen people, like... I know friends who've bought lightsabers before, but I've never really considered, like, the hilt is very heavy. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. I mean, there's it's metal. The, all the sleeve parts are metal. No, I so love it. Like I, I love the weight of it. It feels substantial in a way that, um, like, other replica uh, lightsabers I've picked up just haven't felt. Yeah, uh, which makes it not great for, like, doing tricks and stuff, but as a prop, it's it's fine. Yeah. It's good. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I was wearing it on my belt at the convention and everything. So it was super cool. Um, yeah. I had my own. Tim was a Jedi. He I was, was a great. Jedi. Um, yeah, I'll post some pictures because uh, we'll get into the convention here in a moment. But um, yeah, so um, but yeah, in the, the price of the lightsaber is basically the same price as you're going to pay for any other you know, lightsaber uh, in, in a third party sure. thing, which I'm like, oh, well, heck yeah, I'm going to do this and get like a Disney one. Uh-huh. Um, as opposed to, you know, one of the, the not necessarily knockoff, like there's some really good there's quality. There's some really beautiful saber, sabers uh, that people, the, the, yeah. that they make. But um, I get the experience and I get to make my own and, you know, it's like a tangible thing and. Um, definitely worth it. hundred percent. Yeah, no, I love that. That's awesome. Um, but yeah. Um, the other one little bit of news that's not, um, I don't think is part of celebration that I wanted to get out of the way before we got into it was, yeah. uh, um, Nice Republic 2 is coming to the Switch. Oh, that's legit. Which I am definitely getting. I am definitely going to play that finally. Um, that is my biggest blind spot, I think. Gosh, in I still need Star to Wars. play the rest of KOTOR. Like, I'm still on Terrace. Yeah, that's all right. We'll get there. Yeah. I know it's, like, in the plans. I just have not... Mm-hmm. It's just been busy. You know, right, I mean, right, you know right. how it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, do you want to dig into Celebration? Yeah, I'm down. Um. So you worked most of it, right? I did work most of it. So I went up with the bookstore that I work for... Um, we were up in the celebration store as like the primary booksellers upstairs. Okay. And um we had like author signings every day. 
It was very busy, but we did really well. We we sold almost all of our inventory that we brought with us, which awesome. which made me super happy. Um, as the person who does like all the inventory for the store, it's really rare to come back with like under a dozen boxes from a convention. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that it's going to take me like a couple hours and I'll be done with celebration completely this week, which is awesome. Awesome. Yeah, if if it felt really good. And, um, you know, as someone who reads a lot of the Star Wars books, like it was really great to be the person to like answer questions for customers. Like very quickly, I became the person that other booksellers would like reach out to when someone had a question they couldn't answer about like, hey, what higher public should book should they start with? Or <laughs> um, what characters are in this one kind of deal? And yeah. so, like, I would start answering a question for somebody, and then other people that were shopping the booth would realize that I had answers to questions. And so I would just, like, pop around the booth, just, like, helping folks out in, like, hand-selling. And that's it was so great, fun. Tim. Yeah, it that's felt so, fun. so good. Um, I, I So I was really in my element. And then Sunday, I had the whole day off to actually, like, walk the floor and go see stuff. Yeah. So that's when I got my tattoo. And, um, you know, I met some folks who work... Um, I like know a lot of people that work in different facets of Star Wars now. I met a couple of podcasters that also uh, came to the Mysterious Galaxy booth that like I connected with. And then editors that I know from some of the publishers I worked with in the past were like giving me stuff to take to Mysterious Galaxy. And oh, nice. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my con, I only went up Sunday. Um I had some other things to do the other weekends, uh, which is, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I went up Sunday and um, I had a blast. I kind of had it all planned out. Didn't go to any panels, didn't really have time. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the kind of celebration stage there in the main, uh, like on the floor with the rest of the con. Yeah. Um, so that's, I really like that they do that um, because if you can't get into panels, there's, you can just stand around there and there's, you'll see a plenty of celebrities that come out and. Yeah, that you was know. super cool. Uh, like that, just standing there, like waiting in line, uh, like Kelly Marie Tran and Billy Lord came out. I saw that uh, one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were in line for Kelly for no Giancarlo Esposito. That well, makes sense. When they came out. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. You, you know. did like some photos and stuff, right? Yeah. I got my picture taken with Kelly Marie Tran and Giancarlo Esposito. That's awesome. Uh, me and my friend Isabel. Uh, we were there. So that was cool. And uh, we also got I also got Sam Witwer's autograph on. That's uh, awesome. I'm trying to I have the Clone Wars box set Blu-rays and I'm trying to get all the um, voice actors to sign them. That's so uh, cool. And I'm really down to D. Bradley Baker. He's the last one. Amazing. Uh, so that's the last one I need to get. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I, I, poor Tom Kane. I don't think I'm going to get um because he unfortunately had a stroke last year and um, that's a shame has retired from everything with health issues but yeah um hopefully he does recover um but i know he's he's struggling so um but yeah um other than that just kind of walked the floor didn't really buy anything just had fun looking at costumes and you know seeing it was such cool a good space stuff. like um that's how celebration is yeah, um, you've been before. You went to Celebration Chicago, right? Yeah, in 2019, and it's just chill. Like it's like a it's yeah. it's such a mellow convention. Um which We talked is about this great. a lot. Like 
as folks who are like working the con because we've done several at this point just this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and conventions are always like re- can be really like rough environment sometimes. Yeah. But I think I think having it all be themed about like one property like helps it, in one aspect. It also doesn't fill the space it's in. It doesn't. Yes, that's true. It doesn't um, feel like compacted like Star Wars or like uh, San Diego Comic Con or, or something. Or really any of the cons I've been to. Like I went to WonderCon in the same um, venue in Anaheim. Yeah. Um, and that one's a lot more packed, uh, or at least it was when I went there, but, um, sure. but in, even in Chicago, in Chicago's convention center, um, it didn't fill the whole space. Uh, so there's just more room to move around. There's more room. Yeah. No one's like, you can't sit here. Cause it's like, yeah, there's, you know, well, the just, density just of people is less, you know, where we were for the bookstore, the booth that we had was several times larger than ever anything we have at other conventions like we had so much space up there and it right. felt really great to be able to walk around and like have room for us to do author signings and stuff like i wish we had that sort of availability in other conventions yeah um but also i just i really think that like maybe this is probably me overthinking it but i think like framing it as a celebration like as like we're all here to engage in this thing that we love like collectively i think like made for people were in a better mood or in a better headspace i don't don't know like i don't necessarily agree with that part so much um because i remember comic-con being exactly the same way when it was less sure so maybe it's just a maybe it's just just a a number of people thing it's it there's no cut it's not cutthroat no one's trying to you know Oh, if you get into this panel, then I don't get to go into it. You know, that's not happening because they raffle the, yeah. they raffle the panels the week before. Um, the, all the, all the autographs, all the, um, all the, uh, pictures and everything. Um, you buy those. So they're a ticket that you just buy and, and go yeah. into and you buy them before. I mean, you can buy them there at the con too, uh, for some of them. But, um, yeah, it's just not, um, it's it's just a lot more like kind of organized. I feel like I mean some yeah, stuff doesn't seem organized, but um, yeah. And everyone is. I agree with you in the fact that everyone is there to um, celebrate it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just because now they can they can because they're not worried about missing out on things that they want things to get that done they wanted or... to get done, and they're not stressed. Yeah. Uh, which you know, kind of that's. Uh, the last times where I took like Comic Con really seriously were, um, they were, uh, you know, I, I it was very stressful because you're just trying to get to from one place to another, and you're trying to, uh, you know, um, you're you're trying to make sure you don't miss anything. Yeah, um, definitely. And you're on a time schedule, and oh no, we have to go to the bathroom, you know, kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah. it was a good time. I wish yeah. other conventions were run the way that Star Wars Celebration was run. Agreed. I, I understand the difficulty in doing that for larger conventions, but no, um, definitely. If next year it's in London. Uh, if I don't know if we have any London listeners, um, or or, or uh, or if anyone's planning to move to England, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but highly recommend going uh, next year. So um, I would love to go to celebration in london oh my god i was thinking about this and i don't think i would 
Um, no? Because I'd rather go to London for London things. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that definitely makes sense. So maybe if I had like two two weeks there, I would do, you know, that. But yeah. Um, no, I get you. But yeah, should we talk about some of the stuff that happened, uh, some of the stuff that was announced at Celebration? Yeah, there was a lot of like fun, exciting things that happened. We made predictions uh, a few episodes ago about stuff right. that we wanted to see. Um, uh, I really should have written this down before we, because um, yes, we did. We did. I So one of the predictions had already happened. It happened the day that episode went out, which was I I thought that the announcement would be for the title of what fallen order two is which that's already happened but we got a trailer i am for, uh, uh Jedi i'm gonna Survivor. give it to you though because the the title leaked i do not believe it was an official oh um, yeah okay it happened it happened the day that episode we put out yeah like yeah so but i'm pretty sure it was not an official announcement uh-huh okay and we didn't get the official one until celebration yeah, and we got the trailer for for the sequel. So, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is the right. title of this one. How uh, how do you feel about the trailer? I'm excited. Um, I am really intrigued to get just like more Cal Kestis content and like see um, what he's up to. I guess we don't see anyone else from the crew of the Mantis, but I'm assuming everyone else is going to be here still. Um. The focal point of the trailer is this figure in a Bacta tank. Yes. And there's been a lot of speculation about, like, who this person is. And, uh, Tim, I don't have any guesses. I think your guess is the best one I've heard. Um, I thought it was supposed to be, like, a clone of Cal of some sort. That's fascinating. I would be so um, curious as to, like, Because why. I thought that's... I have no clue. It's um, been five years since uh, Fallen Order took place wait really i think i think that that's i think that that's the case let me double check that uh but it looks like like I'm, i was trying to make out the face and it just seemed to have similar facial structures and then the way that like i don't know it just looks like it, it looks okay. kind of like him uh with long hair um oh, this is when it sorry i was trying to see if i could find a I thought I read somewhere that it, it took place like. Yeah, OK. Jedi Fallen Order's main. Uh, this does not. Yeah, OK. Um, according to this is inverse.com that I'm getting this from. Jedi mm -hmm. Fallen Order's main story took place five years after Revenge of the Sith. Jedi Survivor takes place five years after that. So it's five years later. It's 10 years. It's at the same time that Obi-Wan is presumably going on. Okay. Or like, you know, around the same time that Obi-Wan is going on. Yeah, so that makes sense. And about the yeah. same time as Solo happens as well. Yeah. It says... Um, it... Yeah, okay, this is doing the same thing that we just did. Um, Jedi Fallen Order takes place immediately before Solo, the sequel, take place concurrently with the Obon Kenobi show on Disney+. Plus. Yep. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's time to start killing some of these Jedis that are running around, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, we'll talk about it when we get into our uh, Obi-Wan discussion I, later. Th and the the fun thing, and I was talking to my roommate about this earlier, is like killing a character, especially in Star Wars right now, um, doesn't necessarily end 
the um the character like they that character can no longer show up right like yeah because our stories are not con- like are not they jump around in time chronologically so, and yes 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 so if cal dies in jedi survivor it doesn't mean we can never <laughs> rip i mean i'm just saying if he dies then no no i think it's very i i agree with you um, I just, I love that this, this game is called Jedi Survivor. It would be so funny if he died in it. Well, yeah, but maybe the survivor is the person in the tank. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but anyway, yeah, we don't know. Um, I'm, I'm almost certain that the, honestly, my guess is that it's a, uh, clone. I'm certain that's not going to be a clone of Cal, but eh, that's the closest no. thing I got. Um, so I yeah. do like it the idea of it being like literally like someone who survived someone else who survived order 66 like and they're just, I don't know they're that just been be stuck in this before. temple for the entire time that's hilarious. i don't know man i actually don't mind that that's hilarious they've been like being kept alive forgotten maybe they were on the verge of death someone brought them here and like i don't know shit happens man this this room in this trailer the, where the tank is set up is like very run down other than the tank they're suspended in. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very curious. Yeah. But I'm excited for more just like single player Star Wars game content to play. Agreed. I had such a good time with that first one. So it's very fun. It's a great game. Yeah. I'm definitely going to play it. Um, we have a couple other trailers. Uh, two different shows got trailers released this weekend. Right. Well, one of them, one show had a trailer drop, but not online. Oh, that's true. Okay, so we definitely have, technically have, we have three shows that have trailers. Uh, one of them is just not, not available for us to watch yet. Yeah. Um, Cassie and Andor. Cassie and Andor. My most anticipated Star Wars show f- for a long time now. Since the Disney Plus day, when they showed yeah. all the stuff, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be sweet. Um, I was always curious, but when the Disney Plus day, like, little sizzle reel, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, all in. Um, I love yeah. Rogue One. I love the idea of kind of, like, the Rebels doing war stuff, because yeah, that's not always necessarily black and white, um, because it's war. Uh, exactly. And uh, I love uh, an idea of getting Cassian's backstory and just doing more with that. Um, and this trailer just looks fantastic. It looks so good. We get a little Looking political thriller it. with Mon Mothma. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a trailer. I'm very excited. My um, understanding is that this um, it's going to be two 12 episode seasons. They're already like working on production right. for season two. Which is exciting. This means that it'll be the longest season one will be the longest um, first season of any Star Wars television live action thing we've got. That's correct. And they said the first season happens, what, five BBY and then the second season is going to be four through four BBY up through Rogue One, basically. That's fascinating. Um, Which is cool. It happens Um, during Rebels. It happens completely during Rebels. All of these, all of the bits where 
like stuff happens at the same time. I'm like, oh, I want I want characters to show up. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I love that it's Tony Gilroy. So it's literally just a born supremacy, you know, born ultimatum. Yeah. Born identity. Uh, Star Wars movie, which is how perfect for him to. I'm excited. Do this one. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of 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 uh, Rogue One as well, and of Cassian Andor as a character, and just like I like the idea of like seeing more sort of grounded, um, what a Rebel Cell operates like, right? Because we get sort of hints of it from like Rogue One, I think feels the most like a war film of any of the Star Wars movies. Agreed. And will so this move, getting will just this more show, of that. Will this show hmm. be the first one without a lightsaber? Um, Mando almost made it. And then they right at the end. Dark saber. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, Ahsoka's fulcrum at this time. So there's always a chance that that could happen. You're right. And. Kanan and Ezra are still around as well. I don't think they're going to show up in this. Show. I don't think they're going to show up in this. Ahsoka uh, could, but I, I don't think anyone else will. So maybe. Agreed. And I mean an ignited lightsaber. I'm okay if it's just on the hip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope yeah. so. That could be cool. Um, Bad Batch. Bad Batch season two. Uh-huh. Um, This fall. Um, trailer didn't do much for me. Yeah. Um, I'm a hundred percent in already though. So I'm like, am I going to watch this? Like, I'm going to watch yeah, it definitely. as it comes out. Like, but the trailer was just so like, yep, that that's bad batch. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's just, oh, here's more of the characters you love. Yep. Which I'm fine with. Like, you know, again, I agree with you here. This is a show that I'm already sold on. I like all these characters. Um, I like the time period this takes place in that's early enough in the rise of the empire that you're seeing like the way it's taking over and how things are changing at like a ground level for the citizens of the galaxy. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know what to explain, like what, what they're doing with the season or how, where the show is going to go ultimately. No, I agree. And I'm, but I'm very, um, I think it'll be fun. That, that oh. show is just totally, uh, Total just popcorn. My favorite part of the trailer is uh, we get a little Wookiee with a lightsaber who I think is the, same, the same one, one from that Ilum episode. It's Gungi, yep, 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 Gungi, yep. Gungi, I think his name is. Yeah, it's uh, that's the same. Um, I saw him and I was like, hey, I know this kid. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, do you think he it's survived? Like all his friends are dead. Oh, I hope not. But maybe I don't think we're going to get an I I think it's just going to be him. I don't think we're going to see the rest of those kids. Yeah. Uh That's sad. <laughs> I mean, at this point, uh mild Obi-Wan spoilers, but not really. Uh the first uh-huh. scene of Obi-Wan opens with an Order 66 scene with a bunch of kids. Yeah. Um some of those kids could show up in Bad Batch alongside that Wookiee. Who knows? That is true. That is um, true. But yeah. Um Yeah, we'll talk about Obi-Wan. 
that scene is rough, but I had a feeling that's what we were going to get from the start. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Bad Batch season two. So I'm looking forward to that. That's um fall this fall. Yeah, uh, that'll be that'll be uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the last trailer that was there that I didn't make it into the panel, but uh, we have found a pirated version of the trailer. Oh, yes, we did. Uh, of Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be six shorts that appear to cover yeah. uh, uh, Ahsoka and Count Dooku. Not together, but mm-hmm. different stories that they have to go through. Sort of like um, Visions did. Um, oh, that yeah. was also announced. They're doing season another season oh, of season Visions. season two of Visions. Uh-huh. Um, that'll come out spring next year, which is uh, very cool. Um, yeah, it's very neat. But uh, Tales of the Jedi, um, it's very Clone Wars animation. So it's like just more little Clone Wars things. Yeah. Um, and um, <laughs> uh, guess who's back in that show? Uh, acting. Oh, um, didn't they announce that Liam Neeson was reprising his role as Qui-Gon Jinn? I did not hear that, but that's fantastic. I heard that part. Um, But... Uh, our uh, New Republic Archives favorite, Janina Gavankar. Oh! Uh, will be playing Ahsoka's mom. Wow! Uh, so for That's those, awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, she she played uh, Iden Versio in the Battlefront 2 um, uh, game, uh, story campaign. Um, but yeah, she's back. Um, I actually w- was watching her her little panel that she did uh, on the on the floor of the convention uh um, okay and she's apparently been doing lots of like little star wars things here and there that's that she awesome. couldn't talk about um but my favorite thing that she did uh that you know not really credited or anything but in the second season of mandalorian do you remember that um mon calamari dock worker yeah in, in the, the sweater, sweater? uh-huh she was the puppeteer for his nostrils. What? <laughs> Which is, <laughs> I love that. That's incredible. I was like, that's so funny. Uh, um, that makes me happy. She, because she, apparently she knew the guy that, that did it and he needed another puppeteer and, she, and he knew that she'd keep a secret because she's been doing this. Uh-huh. Uh, so took her onto the mando set and yep she puppeteered his nostrils good which for is her so good um that makes me happy i did not know she was the voice of soka's mom that's awesome yeah um there was a bunch of like panel stuff that i really really liked uh that i didn't necessarily get to go to but like um the attack of the clones 20th anniversary panel yeah uh, if you have not had a chance to watch it uh, it's on youtube um, the Star Wars YouTube put it up. Um, and it is just great. Uh, just everyone's back. Every, I mean, uh, the person who had the most fun this weekend at the convention was hands down tomorrow. Morrison. That man yeah. was so happy to be there. So happy to talk to literally anybody. That's um, awesome. He Good was, for him. he was hyped. Uh, but him and Daniel Logan, um, yeah, we're talking and they had some really sweet stories that um, 
I, I really liked. Um, that makes me happy. And um, obviously Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. Um, yeah, it's just uh, just a lot of fun. A um, lot, lot of fun stuff there. Uh, I did not go to see if there was a bootleg version of this, but um, I heard they also had some like footage, some teaser footage for for the Ahsoka series coming. And um, the report goes that she's like on the deck of the ghost and that like it's her chopper Hera Sabine, which makes me very excited to like actually get like when they cast Sabine, I was like, oh, they're getting the gang back together. But to like know they're back on the ghost like feels really great. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, that'll be fun. I wonder if we're ever going to see Jason Sindula. Uh, I'll bet we do in Ahsoka. Yeah, I think if it's going to happen, that's where it would be. Mm-hmm. Because Hera's been in a bunch of book stuff, but like her son just isn't, ar- isn't around in Alphabet Squadron. He's been. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, He'll still be very young at this point, right? Yeah, because he's six. like he's a little baby in, uh, at the end yeah. of the. So yeah, he'll be about seven years old. So something like that. Um, but yeah, it, um, that, I mean, yeah, all that, all that's going to be fun. Lots of trailers. So exciting. Lots of great panels. Um, all the little short panels that they had on the celebration stage were a blast. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, personally meeting the three people I got to meet, um, Kelly Tran is, so nice and everyone was being so nice to her you know obviously That's they paid good. to I'm go glad. see her so um i i guess they better uh yeah. a cup a person in front of us had uh be had a shirt that said be nice to kelly marie tranya jags nice uh, i loved that um that's a super Yaki's shirt. Uh, is it? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's the same company I got my directed by Ryan Johnson and oh, okay, my okay. Uh, the prequels were good shirts. <laughs> uh, uh, also seemed to be very excited to be there. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Nice. He was very he was very nice. Uh, was, you know, just so gracious to everyone and his little. um uh panel that he had on the celebration stage he was so energetic and so like give love to everyone sort of thing oh, I, mean, I love just, that he was great um i'm gonna have to go and see if i like i know that star the star wars youtube page put up a bunch of their um their panels for people uh, to view just so go through them they're like maybe them. five to eight minutes long all yeah. of them yeah um and they're they're all fun they're all just little fun things that's awesome yeah i'm um, looking forward to it i'll check those that's out. where i learned the janina gavankar thing was from her little panel so that's awesome um yeah um uh, let me see did i have anything else oh uh you worked at the store and we walked around I the did. store together that was one of the only things that we did together yeah um a couple little fun things <laughs> in there um they had a fish lady plush Oh, they did. Yeah, the frog lady. Uh-huh. Or the frog lady plush. Um, if there's one thing I regret not buying, it's that. Uh, she, was so, she was so precious. But I did not know the price. Uh, yeah, none of the stuff in the celebration store had price tags on it. It was very, 
So distressing. I, it was it was one of those things where I didn't want to walk up and go, oh, it's three hundred dollars. I don't want it. You know, like, oh, yeah. let me turn around. You know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I did not end up buying um, actually anything other than the experiences, which is I got. Uh, uh, my I mean, my big purchase was of course the tattoo, but I also got the neon Dexter Jetster diner sign. That's so cool. Um, and a mug. If I just don't have any place that that Dexter Jetster diner sign was so sweet, I just do not know where I would put it. Uh, yeah, I also have no idea where it's gonna go yet, but uh I am excited to to eventually get that hung up. Oh, and then I also got um. The little plush, um, I think it's Lula is her name. The little doll that Wrecker has from Rebels. Oh, how sweet. I love that. Yeah, I got one of those. That was not there when I. Oh, they're on the floor. On the floor. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. That's very cool. So I snagged that. It's out of reach or I would show you. Uh Uh-huh. But that's neat. I was very pleased with with the couple little plushes I got. I spent a little more money this weekend than I anticipated, but... I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. I think that pretty much covers celebration. I think so too. The only other things that I have, um, I don't think that they're, they might be celebration related, like tangentially celebration related. Um, there was a, a new trailer for like the, the Mando panel that included a look at Babu Frick. Oh yes, Bob uh, Frick's he's going to be, be in back Mandalorian in Mando. Three, oh yeah, they announced that's uh, spring next year, right? Is that what they said? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's nice. And then in an interview, I read today that in an interview with um, I don't remember who, uh, John Favreau, like just casually mentioned that he's working on season four. Right. So like that's definitely coming, which makes sense that they're going to keep that ball rolling that seems yeah uh and then we also know a little bit more about um uh there's another star wars series coming called skeleton crew uh which is going to be starring jude law and it's going to be produced by john watson chris ford who did um spider-man homecoming together yeah that'll be fun um i saw that was uh first announced in the vanity fair article Earlier this year. Yeah, um, it was referred to the... by its, like, um, the, like, code name it was being shot under, which I'm not remembering the name of it off the top of my head, but um, apparently was a reference to an episode of The Simpsons where the kids, like, steal the car. Yeah. Go, uh, uh, what was that one called? On a road trip. Yeah, but... Uh, Something that's... Rodeo. Yeah, um... Grammar rodeo, that's what it was. Grammar rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. Um So so that's this skeleton crew. Yeah. That's that. Um it seems fun. I laughed when it said coming of age story and <laughs> starring then Jude Law. starring Jude Law. I was like, okay, I guess he's finally coming of <laughs> he age. He never grew up. <laughs> um so that's funny. Um yeah. it uh I think that was the only thing else I had up. Yeah. Um that uh, yeah, so that pretty much covers Obi Wan. Um, no, it doesn't cover Obi Wan, uh, but that leaks my <laughs> thought process of what to move into next. Yeah, um, we are 
Um, as of recording three episodes into uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, we're halfway through the uh, halfway through the show already. This will release the day after the third episode comes out. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't want to go too into the third episode. Um, but I guess the whole all three episodes have been out less than a week <laughs> when this drops. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did, we can be light. Did on we spoilers. have anything? Um, let's uh, let's just put up a spoiler wall, though. Um, yeah. No, definitely. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you don't want to hear us talk about Obi-Wan or any Obi-Wan spoilers, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, see you next week. Uh, literally next yeah. week, we'll be back um, finally doing our Ewoks, uh, which yeah, we... Yeah, we've been working uh, on it for a while. So. I gotta say, I, I like the show more than I thought I would. Um, yeah? It's not... I, a, only, I watched those two episodes. It's not good. Uh, it's not good. But I like it more than I thought <laughs> it would, so... Stay tuned for that. My notes are very extensive. A lot happens in those two oh, episodes. Oh, man. In a very short amount of time. So Yeah. Um, if you want to follow along, Disney Plus, the Ewoks TV show, uh, not the Ewoks films, which we will have to do at some point. Um, yeah. Because they're um, also not good, but uh, fun. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, uh, see you next week. Uh, otherwise, uh Spoiler wall is going about. up now. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi. How do you feel, Tim? I yeah. uh, love it. E- Me too. Every Me too. every bit of it. Um, the stuff that I was worried about easily, like they easily wrote around it, and I to the point where I feel dumb for even worrying about it. Um, what, what were you i'm curious what were you worried about i was like how are you going to like realistically give obi-wan a reason to abandon luke and not be uh-huh. watching over luke and of course there's another one like yeah there is another uh, there is another like i I feel so dumb for not thinking i love that little leia so much she is great so she's a great little actress first of all she's so talented um every time she says anything she's got she's so sassy and i'm like Mm -hmm. i just i love you to pieces um she reminds me so much of both of her parents and Mm -hmm. and obi-wan constantly like comments on that um yeah just delights me um yeah it was great um in the first episode i loved seeing more alderaan yeah um it's like the most alderaan we've seen in canon on screen it's so pretty ever um which is cool uh pour one out for alderaan yeah um i thought that was great um i love uh the third sister what a yeah i think freaking she's fascinating cool character um i'm so curious i hope we get to see like why she fell like how she became the third sister right because like you mentioned earlier um we see a jet we see order 66 happening at the temple right and we see a jedi protecting a bunch of younglings and i'm pretty confident that like she's that youngling yeah i feel like otherwise why did they show us that yeah exactly um so very curious as to what happened after that. Yeah, I get the feeling there's a lot more to her uh, obsession with Obi-Wan 
than uh, just her ambition. Yeah. I think no, there was something so personal too. that she blames Obi-Wan for. Um, so I, I like that a lot. Uh, I yeah. like uh, any Inquisitor politics. I love it. Oh, my gosh. There's uh-huh. so much of, like, jockeying for power, because of course there would be. That's their whole of thing. Of course there would be. They're, they're I think it's dark great. side. Um, Hayden Christensen is in it. Yeah. That's about all. Like, that's as far as we know so far. It's like he's definitely in the suit. Sometimes, I guess. Um, we had James Earl Jones back. This last yeah, episode. doing the voice that doing was the great. Voice. Um, they had a confrontation, which I did not expect to happen in this show, mm-hmm. um, but they did, and it was great. It was very Vader was used as the horror movie. I think he should be yeah, used as. I was absolutely thinking about the horror movie vibes in episode three because there is um, spoilers for the new episode. Uh, moment where he's walking, wall, Gary. We, yeah, we we're already thing. behind the spoiler wall, but you're right. Um, there's a moment where he's just like walking down the street, like pulling people along behind him. He like mm-hmm. snaps someone's neck. It's terrifying. And I love it. Like, I think that Vader is his best when he has that, like, when they make him scary horror monster, like right. almost vibe. Um, uh, and the, the most memorable non, uh, movie stuff that I can think of with Vader is definitely used in that way. Uh, I've seen him also used yeah. as like, a, oh, he's so powerful. Look how awesome he is. He's so powerful. And that's just less interesting to me. Um, definitely. It, no, I think my favorite Vader moment, like whether it be from like uh, movies or whatever, I, I think the most terrified I've been of Vader is that moment at the very end of Fallen Order 2 after you've defeated the second sister. Perfect. And yeah, he shows up. It's like... I finally got over this, this, uh, the boss, like the yeah. big bad that I've been fighting this whole game. And now here's Vader and there's nothing I can do about right. it. Uh, and the same thing in, um, at the end of Rogue One, right? Yeah, he just 100%. shows up and he's, he's a, he's an a, unstoppable force. He is. Um, there was a, uh, VR experience at a, like a Ooh. thing called The Void. Where basically it was like a, how do I explain this? It was almost like a, like, laser tag arena, but everyone had VR headsets on. Okay. And like, there were four of us and the, like, we were pretending to be, well, we were, the story is you are rebels going undercover as stormtroopers uh, on Mustafar to get back an artifact. Okay. Uh, And it was like an old lightsaber or something that we had to get. Um. Um, and it tied in with Rogue One. It was a whole thing. So we did this whole thing and uh, it was really cool. So they like heated the room when you were walking over lava. Um, you know, if everything was tangible. So if there was a wall, you could feel the wall. There's a part where K2SO is talking to you and you can feel K2SO like they nice. built everything in there. Um, but they didn't have to like, you know, paint it or anything because you just had to feel it. Um, yeah. So it's kind of cool. But right at the end of that, Vader shows up. Um, and the first thing he does is break your weapons in your hand. And wow. uh, like they, they, they make the weapons like 
vibrate so it looks and then it looks like in your hand they've been broken because you're in vr that's incredible and then you uh-huh. feel you're wearing like a haptic vest and you feel the like crush against you Ooh. and you're just like oh shit that's like, so cool that was one of the coolest uh things uh with vader but um, yeah. I do plan on playing the Vader VR, the Vader Immortal okay. thing at some point. I'm not sure how long that takes, but uh, maybe we could make a day of that sometime and we could do a episode on that. But That could be super cool. Um, I'd be down. Because I think it's like a six or seven hour um, experience, experience, something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, overall, great show. Uh, Ewan I'm is really enjoying it. loving it, doing awesome. Um, <laughs> they did bring uh Joel Edgerton back as Owen. He delivered his scenes perfectly. So um, good. I'm sure we haven't seen the last of them. Um, yeah, just a just a great show. Um, yeah, happy to get more Ewan McGregor. Obi Wan's always been, I think, my favorite Jedi. He's easily and the. So, he's easily. He's just so fun. He's so fun. Poor guy, such a tortured soul, like, mm-hmm. waking up from nightmares still for what he did after a decade. It's and Moses, tragic. Moses Ingram has been great. I don't know if I mentioned, yeah. I mentioned uh, her character, but she's been great, too. She's um, been awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I love her as the third sister. I was very curious <clears throat> in the promotional materials, like, what number she was going to be, because at the time they were still just referring to her as Riva. Right. Which is interesting, because none of the other Inquisitors use their names at all. Right. Um, I wonder if it's a, cause the other inquisitors don't seem to like her. I wonder if it's like a derogatory. I think so too. Um, the other thing I would, um, I would say I, I do have some gripes. Um, I think we're seeing, I think this is a decent, um, one, but I think we're seeing the limitations of the volume a little bit. I think uh, the productions are like, well, it's cheap. We'll just do it. We'll do it on the volume. Um, mm. And I think um, any chase scene, I think we saw one in Boba Fett and we've yeah. seen them in this one uh, because it's a smaller space. And this is just me guessing, but it seems like you, it's much more difficult to shoot a realistic chase scene yeah. in the space that is the volume. Um because all of those have been not great. There's been a couple wonky special effects things, but nothing too terrible. Um, mm-hmm. But I yeah, think- there's a moment in the second episode where there's that chase like out of the city. And um, we see the third sister like running along the rooftops, like jumping mm-hmm. over alleyways and stuff. And then we like cut away to the bit with Obi-Wan, like catching Leia and then them getting down to the street. And it's like a couple minutes. And then we cut back to Reva still running across the rooftops. And I'm like, that seems like an editing thing. More I than think anything, that, yeah, but, I also think that it was an editing thing. Where uh, it was just like, Oh, you just left her behind. For I'm more talking long. about, like, she like, wasn't that far away. I'm more talking about like the scenes where they're chasing Leia and they have to like very clearly be slower. Yeah. So that they don't just catch her right away. Um, I feel like there are realistic ways to shoot a child running away from adults. Definitely. I forgave it a little bit in the first episode when she gets captured in the woods because, like, she knows those woods and is able to, like, 
slip under tree branches that have fallen and things like that that they can't get around like she knows the terrain but it's not the same thing it still doesn't feel convincing it wasn't yeah it just didn't they didn't it wasn't shot great i didn't think the 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 scene was not i agree with that and i'm again i'm wondering how much of it because i think boba fett for me uh showed a lot of the limitations of the volume uh and i think Mm -hmm. that's a lot of the issues I had with the show, I think, came down to, well, they did it this way because. Do you want to talk about what you mean them. when you say the volume for people who oh, might not know? Yeah. So, sorry. Um, the volume is the the big LED screen that they use, uh, which is awesome. What a cool freaking piece of technology. It looks so cool. Yeah. Um, it, it matches up with the, they basically use like HTC Vive technology, which is the headset, um, like the VR headset. And they mm-hmm. link it up with the camera so that um everything like kind of matches so it doesn't look awesome. it doesn't look wonky um and the led screen produces light right which is better than you can get from like a green screen which would not yeah. produce light so when things pass by it will you know adjust the lighting levels um people are lit um i think one of my uh you know it's lit correctly you can have golden hour whenever you want uh kind of from here so it's 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 a very cool tool but it is in my opinion just a tool right you could do a lot Uh with it but there's some things i feel like you need to set um and you need you know even uh mandalorian like mandalorian shot mostly on the volume but the final scene like they're not the final the final uh episode where they're uh they've got all the stormtroopers and they're all like you know uh yeah. surrounded that was on a set that was on you know that was not on the volume i think when you mm-hmm. when you have a bunch of different people it, you need you need more space, space. You yeah need that physical uh yeah. and i think that that's the sense. that's what made boba fett feel weird to me um was because you know you have mos espa which is huge mos espa is supposed to be yeah. you know, it's a giant spaceport um it's supposed to be like the main spaceport like oh mos Eisley is a tiny little spaceport on the other side of the planet but Mossespa's huge and the bat the final battle like gang war for Mossespa is like maybe what 16 people like you yeah. know um, it feels like it takes place over a few blocks yeah it's very it's very small and that I think comes down to well we're filming on this small set basically yeah we only have so much room for characters and actors right yeah it's fascinating. But, I've seen some of the behind the scenes stuff, but not a lot of it. So it took me a second to put together what you were saying when you referred to it as volume oh, yeah. the first time. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very cool piece of tech, but um, it's super. And neat. they're using yeah. it in other stuff, too. I've heard uh, other Disney stuff. Um, nice. Uh, including some MCU stuff, which is cool. Um, that makes sense. But yeah. Um, did you have any other Star Wars uh, bits or bobs? Uh, bits or bobs? Not really. Not really. I think the only other thing is, um, I didn't mention it earlier when we were talking about stuff we got from Celebration, but I did get the R2-D2 Tamagotchi. Oh, that's adorable. Which is just cute. Yeah, it's very cute. Um, I, uh, fiddled with him over the weekend. There's not a whole lot you can do with it, but it's a Tamagotchi, right? Yeah. Like, so your options are like, like, f- you can, f- uh feed them so mm-hmm. it's like a little charging battery that sets up next to r2 and yeah. then you can like wipe down the dome of him which i think is like the petting equivalent basically yeah and then there's a couple games you can play there's like a firefighting mini game 
And then there's a um, a Dajaric mini game where you play against oh, nice. Chewbacca. I love by like pressing One certain day, buttons in order. Maybe that'll be my next big purchase when I go to Galaxy's Edge, or I don't even have to go to Galaxy's Edge. I can go to the store right out front uh, yeah. of Disneyland. But I really want that Dajaric uh, wooden game. Yeah, it's so pretty. It's really cool. Um, although I did it's buy, cool. I did buy Sabak cards uh, months ago and have not played Sabak with anyone. Um, we'll have to do that. We'll sometime. have to do that. So yeah. Um, what about you? Do you have any other bits and bobs? I am. I am fresh, fresh out of bits and bobs. Um, so I think we can we can wrap it up here. Um, I think we can wrap it up. Yeah, I feel good. That was good. Good recap. Um, once again, we'll be back next week with Ewoks, um, which is yep. always great. Um, <laughs> we'll have to pick our favorite Ewoks, and our uh, it can't oh boy. be it can't be Wicket W Warwick. Um, even though they call him by his full name, and um, I'm already jumping into the. <laughs> we'll episode. get there. Save it for next um, week. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's a lot to talk about next week, so. Um, yeah. thanks guys for Should listening. Check us out on, uh, duelinggenre.com as well as the other great shows there. Uh, join the Patreon for, uh, Gary and I talking about other stuff, uh, not necessarily Star yeah. Wars related. Um, as well as the other hosts of Dueling Genre, um, talking about Lots other of good stuff. content over there. Um, and you can join our Discord all, um, there as well. Um, we're always talking about Obi-Wan as it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. uh, where we also spoiler tag, um, which is a nice thing about dis, uh, Discord. Everyone's very respectful of the spoiler tag. Um, so if you haven't quite watched, I'm it a yet. big fan of like going back and being able to like read those conversations after I've seen the thing. Yeah, be like, oh, this is what I missed y'all talking about. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. But in the meantime, thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next week. And remember, mm-hmm. if it's not in the archives. It doesn't exist. Awesome. All right, we did it. We did it. It's a lot of Star Wars. Ah, gee. I sure am tired of all these Star Wars.